Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Tradie Business School podcast, the only podcast you need to build a profitable trades business, get yourself off of the tools sooner rather than later. Today, I'm joined with the co-host, Louise Ledbrook from Organise Yourself. We had her on uh, quite a few episodes ago now, and um, we talked about procrastination, and it just got me thinking about so many other things. And today, we've got her back. Thank you for joining us today, Lou. We're going to talk about the real cost of distractions today. But first, how are you going? What's been happening in your world? Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me on again. Um, Oh, so much. Hopefully not too many distractions. How about you? How's your distractions going? (laughs) Well, you know what I'm like. I'm like a magpie. I'm constantly chasing shiny objects, you know, Mm -hmm. like uh, the amount of exciting things that happen in and around the business. Like it is, it's just, it's really easy to get distracted. And, And it's not just about like looking at a cool car or, you know, anything like that is there's there's always opportunities when you have sort of that abundant mindset and you're constantly looking for ways to go forward. Like just those those opportunities tend to sort of show up when you're when you're least expecting them. And I think that's one of the biggest problems mm-hmm. with distractions is that this this is what happens. You know, we end up something lands in our lap, it's serendipitous. And, you know, it's, it's actually the universe trying to keep us on track with something else, but we end yeah. up going down a different path. So I'd love to uh, get your take <laughs> on distractions. I know you've, you've certainly seen me and helped me navigate many, some which have been great, some which have not been so great. But uh, what's your take on distractions and how to manage them? Well, it's interesting you talked about the bright, shiny object distractions because mm. I think we underestimate that distraction. We think of distractions, which we will talk about, like the, you know, people interrupting us and the phone pinging, and they are a huge productivity stuff, and we will talk about that. But the distractions, especially business owners, right? If you're a business owner, if you're innovative, you see opportunities, like you said, everywhere, and it's hard to say no to yourself, let alone someone else sometimes when you see those opportunities. Mm. Um, and so it's how do you identify what's a distraction and what's a legit opportunity that you should be embracing and taking on? Do you have a process for that? Like I know we've had many discussions about that, but yep. um, I'd love to know, I'm sure the listeners would love to know, what is what is the process that we go through for deciding whether it's, I think there's, there's, you know, it's that spectrum to start with, you know, the small distractions, the emails, the knock on the doors, the, hey, you got a minute right the way through to, hey, here's a potential project or a business opportunity or have you considered this, you know, those moments, like how do you handle them? All of them end up being a decision, right? So you just, mm. like, they pop up, whichever one it is, whether it's a text message or a knock on the door or a here's a great business opportunity, they're all a decision. And the foundation of all my decisions is being crystal clear on my goals. Mm. Where is it that I, not anyone, anybody else but me, is heading and being really clear on what that that direct, that thing is or that place is that I'm heading towards 
Um, it can't be something vague. It has to be really specific. And then that has to be the first question you ask yourself. The, the mm. thing pops up and you're like, is that aligned to my goals? Mm. Right? And there is obviously the, there's flex in everything. So there's sometimes an opportunity pops up and you're like, no, it's not aligned to my goals, but maybe that should be my goal. <laughs> you know, like there <laughs> is those opportunities. But if you, I just like to, I just like to make new goals. <laughs> yeah. When a new opportunity comes up, it's like, oh, I could, you know, I could do a thing over there that's really cool. What about if I just have that as a goal as well? Yeah. Well, it's the as well that when it becomes a problem, right? Yeah. So there's only so many things we're humanly capable of doing at any one time. So mm. if I'm heading in this direction and then an opportunity comes up that means I'm not going to go there anymore and I go, actually, this direction looks better for me. You mm. have to consciously change that direction, right? It's when you go, I want to go both ways and keep trying to do both things. And then I'm stretching, like literally you're stretching yourself like this apart, you know, like yeah. I think that's what you need to be conscious of and go, it looks great. It's nowhere near the goal I have. There are a million opportunities that look great. They pop up all the time. And if you're looking, if you're like an innovative innovative kind of person, they mm. pop up everywhere. But would you, would you agree with the statement then that your goals then become critical part of your decision-making process? Absolutely. It is the, yeah. the number one question you ask yourself when you're making a decision. Simple, like when someone says to you, can you do this for me today? Yeah. Is that going to take me towards my goals? It might take me towards their goals. Is that going to take me towards my goals? And it could be as simple as um, I need you to take the neighbor's kids to the park this afternoon, right? Like it could be a really small thing. And you go, yeah, but if I do that, I can't do this thing that is on the critical path towards my mm. goals. Thank you know. Love you guys, but I'm going to say no. And it, sometimes people feel guilty and they feel selfish and there's yeah. all of these things start building up and you're like, if you remind yourself every day, the problem is we set a goal and then we forget we've set the goal, like we're not reminding ourselves enough, mm. your subconscious mind will remove the guilt for you. Yeah. If, you're really, if you're really clear on your goals, that guilt starts to melt away because your subconscious won't bring that emotion to the surface because it's going, no, no, no. That's not aligned to my goals. No, mm. the answer is no. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's really powerful. Like, and I and I feel like my own internal values act as quite a, a really good compass with making decisions around distractions. Because I mean, and, and this is the thing, like, I didn't think we'd end up talking about goal setting, but it's you know, the amount of people that sort of say to me, you know, our oh, goal setting's not that important, or I've kind of got this goal that I'm working towards, like it's it's no different to like, I remember doing a podcast a while ago talking about niching, you know, it's what gives you that laser focus, you know, yeah. like if you know who your, your niche and your avatar is, you have that ability to, to really hone in and talk to them. Same with your goals. You know, if you, Absolutely. if you know exactly where you want to go, like you can take the shortest path to that, which then allows those decisions to be made, you know, really fast with, you know, laser precision because it's like, well, no, that doesn't align. That doesn't, you know, that is literally a distraction, you know. Yeah. But that being said, even though we have these clear sort of, you know, processes that we've built out over, you know, time to, to help make decisions, I know I'm certainly guilty of making 
decisions to take on things that are quite distracting because it's like this is too good to be true or whatever it is. How do you handle those? Like when you work out, because there's been many times where I've been like, oh, okay, I see this is now a distraction. How do you kind of back? Like it feels like you're backtracking. I know I know we're not, but how do you handle those when you do find yourself in a distraction? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the way you got into the distraction is also kind of reassessing like, was I clear on my goals? Is that why I ended up in the distraction? Mm. Um, you know, was I influenced by someone? Like, you know, that sort of thing. But when you're in the distraction, that that happens, right? We're humans. That's, mm. That does still happen. It's about then stopping and going, I've taken this path and I know now, like stop and actually go, am I going to continue on this path? Like, is it going to take me towards my goals or is it is it a pure distraction, no benefit? Yeah. And then if you are in that situation, you have to then make a hard call. You either pull the pin and you stop. And sometimes it's okay that you're partway through something and you pull the pin because sometimes we're like, I've got to finish the thing. I've already started it. Mm. Well, ultimately that's more detrimental than what you've already, you know, the time you've already spent on it. So have the guts to pull the pin or delegate it out to someone else, pass it on to someone else, empower someone else, you know, give someone else the opportunity that you saw that was there. Mm -hmm. uh, and that can sometimes be hard as well because you're like, I don't want to let it go and I don't want to, you know, like, will they do what I want to do with it? It doesn't matter. You let it go because your path is somewhere else. Perhaps we'll have to do another episode where we talk about <laughs> delegating and giving good instructions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Do you feel like that that's important though? Because like I find it's really easy to be distracted, getting sucked back into where I haven't given somebody clear instructions and then I'm, all of a sudden I'm distracted and this is on that spectrum of distractions, right? Yeah. And perhaps you can talk to that a little bit in a minute as well. But like how do you, how do you make sure that you're not getting sucked back into those daily distractions? Yeah, well, that I think you're right is actually a, another whole conversation, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it is about like it, you need to learn how to delegate. Delegating is not natural to most people. It's giving good instructions, instructions, and communicating is not natural to a lot of people. It's a learned skill. So if you're frustrated that you've delegated something and it's coming back at you, then you need to actively learn the skill of delegation and giving instructions because. Mm they are a skill it's not like i know how to like is you know i can tell you how to do something but that's different from passing something on so that they get to keep it forever and it doesn't come back at you yeah there is a structure to that there is a process to that um and so i think that identifying that if it's coming back at you constantly they're asking you questions constantly you need to go i didn't maybe get it across the the, the way it should have been and then go and yeah. learn how to do that. I think that's really important from an ownership perspective. Like I remember going through a stage where I was blaming my employees because they didn't get it, you know, and when, as soon as I realised that, yeah, look, I mean, they might not have got it, but the question is why didn't they? And yeah. when it's like, oh, shit, I didn't communicate it clearly enough, properly enough, you know, whatever it may be, and I started to really step through things with employees, like the results just went through the roof, you know, they skyrocket because you you really get that message across and clear. I mean, still it's sometimes it's frustrating, but sure. you know, you you can certainly take take the time. So I'm mindful of time and I don't want to get distracted by having an amazing conversation. 
But what would you say for for the people that are listening? What are the what are the main distractions that you see chew up people's time? I mean, you're literally a productivity coach. Yeah. You know this stuff like the back of the hand. What what distracts people the most, and and what can they do to kind of safeguard against them? Yeah. So the biggest distractions often will be. Um, you know, the text messages, the phone calls, the someone knocking on the door to ask you a question, mm. those typically are the biggest time suckers. But they're time suckers because of the way they happen, less the fact that they do happen. So, you know, you'll be in the middle of writing an email and you'll get a text message or a phone call, or you'll be in the middle of reading a document and someone will knock on the door. Mm. Right? And it's that context switching that is where you become unproductive and where the distractions actually are costing you. So that context switching can cost 40% of your time. So if you're like putting in a big day and you've switched the whole day, 40% of it was just gone on that context. So like a 10-hour day is not unusual for a tradie. So we can be losing up to like four hours. hours. So when you talk about context and task switching, because I know we talked about this a lot, but I know this is powerful stuff for out there. Like, how how long does it take? Like, if I'm if I'm doing something, measuring up on site, cutting something, and then the phone rings. Yeah. Like, what how, what's the turnaround time for the for the listeners? Yeah, so that's actually quite scary, and it doesn't feel like it at the time, but it can be like seven to fourteen minutes per distraction that you kind yeah. of lose. And if you think about when you're in flow and you've you've got like five measurements in your head, and then you're like remembering them all and then you get um, and you're like oh what were they all And you got to remember them again and get back to where you were that's what takes the time it took yeah. you 10 seconds to respond to the text message but it's the process that your mind has to go through to you know if you think about a computer opening all these little windows and then you know when the computer crashes and all the windows close you're like oh what were all mm. those windows you got to find them all and open them up again and that's yeah. what it's doing yeah, um, so yeah. it's a frightening amount of time that a 30-second text message can actually take from your day. Yeah, and I, and I guess that's the thing that we don't consider. Like, it's it's not just the 30 seconds. It's the time coming out of the task where you're focused on and it's the time resetting and getting back to that yeah. same level of depth yeah. that you're in when you're doing that task and the, and the concentration you had. So yeah. um, I really hope that this podcast hasn't been a distraction for the people out there. I hope they've been able to to get something out of this. And um, once again, I want to thank you for your for your time, Lou. And um, you know, if anybody wants to to have a chat with Lou about how they can be more productive, you know, please feel free to look her up. You know, organiseyourself.com, I believe. Dot Didn't net, I get that actually. right? Dot dot net. Dot Organise yourself.net. Yeah. Dot net. Sorry. <laughs> apologies. Um, I just thought you'd be dot com because, you know, you're here. <laughs> um, so, you know, thanks everybody for listening. If you are stuck in your trades business, you're finding your productivity, you're finding you're getting distracted and your productivity is not where it would, would normally be, please reach out, you know, have a chat to the team. If we can help you, we certainly will. Um, if you've lo- enjoyed this content, please, uh, you know, like subscribe click the notifications button so you can see when we drop this new content and uh, thank you all for joining us today thanks again lou and uh, we'll see you next time